Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. All right. What hey, up? What up? What up, America? A lot of things to talk about today, and we're going to jump right into it. Yesterday, <clears throat> the worst president, or excuse me, <laughs> the worst vice president uh, in history, polling in the uh, mid twenties in approval rating, uh, Kamalama Harris. Kamala Kamalama. Kamala Mala Harris never gets that. um yesterday was uh <clears throat> the one year anniversary of January 6th and you could just tell that the Democrats were loving every second of it in fact oh, they ate it up it will be forever known as insurrection day I would not be surprised if Congress passes it becoming a a national holiday for remembrance. Oh, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I was thinking that yesterday. Except, and, and 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 but before we continue to go on of what she said, I, I I you know I'm all about context of things, and so I want to put some context to this stuff. All right. So yesterday we heard Kamala Harris. Actually, no. Let's play Kamala first. So this is what this idiot said. This moron. And I know a lot of people get upset. Oh, Graham, you shouldn't call people morons and idiots. She's a moron. Um. This is what the vice president said about January 6th. Here we go. Americans, good morning. Certain dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941, September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. So conservatives are just as bad as World War II enemies now. Yeah. You know, um, the uh, attacks... On the Capitol, the insurrection, as it were, oh, assault. Biden, uh, they use the word assault. Biden even said armed mm-hmm. Americans. Yep. Armed Americans um, is as bad as um, 9/11. It's as bad as what started World War II. America's involvement in World War II. It's as bad as Gettysburg, the Battle of Gettysburg. It's worse. It's worse than the lives lost in the Civil War, Vietnam, World War One, and the Revolutionary War, the French and uh, the American French and Indian War, War. eighteen twelve. Yes, it's horrible. 
but yet not one single mention about the truth of what happened on January 6th. So here's some context, and I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on uh, on this. I'm going to read you some context here. Okay, so this is the comparisons between Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter riots and January 6th, okay? January 6th compared to over 500 Black Lives Matter riots, okay? Listen to me when I say that to you one more time. January 6th compared to 500 Black Lives Matter riots all over the country. That's just a few more. Okay. January 6th lasted a couple hours. Mm-hmm. The Black Lives Matter riots lasted seven months. January 6th, zero murders. In fact, the only person that died was Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. But we don't like to talk about that. BLM riots, 20 plus murders. David Dorn, ring a bell, who was black, by the way. Um, January 6th, no small businesses destroyed. BLM riots, hundreds of small businesses destroyed. January 6th, one federal building damaged. BLM riots, 150 plus federal buildings damaged. January 6th, $1.5 million in damages. BLM riots, $2 billion in damages. January 6th, 140 officers assaulted. And I use the word assaulted in quotations. BLM riots, 2,037 officers assaulted. Here's the big thing. BLM riots. Protesters were bailed out of jail. A lot of them by the current sitting vice president. Mm -hmm. January 6th, protesters have been kept in solitary confinement for almost a year. Right now, we have people involved in January 6th, Americans, that are still in solitary confinement. BLM riots. Encouraged by the media and politicians, January 6th was encouraged by fringe political groups and agitators like Antifa. But we don't talk about that either. January 6th has been exaggerated by the media in every aspect. BLM riots were downplayed by the media. Yep. The difference between BLM and January 6th is national encouragement versus national outrage. Now, I'm not saying that they should have caused damage to buildings. I'm not saying they're not. Honestly, we're not having that argument here. My thing is, I mean, they had a vigil. They had people out with candles last night in front of it and all this stuff. What about all the Black Lives Matter riots? And before we get into what I actually want to talk about today, Kamala Harris, I believe that you owe every military service member, their family members, an apology. I can't speak to Pearl Harbor. I wasn't alive back then, but I can speak to 9-11. So I was alive then. I can speak to the 12 years of my life that that took. I can speak to the 20 years of war that we entered into because of it. I can speak to the millions, honestly, probably hundreds of millions of lives that it affected. If you talk about the service members themselves, their families, their children, their children's children that joined the military from that point. 
How dare you? To even remotely compare is not only horrific, it is the most asinine, blatantly disrespectful thing that I think that I have ever heard. No one was jumping out of buildings to their death because it was a less painful way to die than burning alive. Like we saw 9-11. Firefighters were not trying to evacuate people out of buildings before the buildings crumbled down on top of them. 9-11 changed our entire way of life. Forever. We've never gone back. It changed airplanes. It changed how we got on airplanes. It changed how uh, the, 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 the air was monitored. TSA, everything. It changed everything. And we have not gone back since. You owe every single person an apology. And that's all I'm going to say about her stupid, ignorant comments. But we have a lot of things to talk about because do not get it twisted. January 6th and the debacle and the spectacle that they made it yesterday is nothing more than a cover-up for what is actually going on today that literally no one is talking about. But we're going to talk about it, but we got to get into a sponsor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen, good ranchers, you got to support these guys. They supported us. They put their neck out on the line for us, and now they're being attacked for supporting conservatives. I need you guys right now. Now to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham. That's it. Go check them out. They're 100% pro-America. They're 100% pro-American rancher. And right now, if you use my offer code G-R-A-H-A-M, you can get 40 free chicken breasts. That's right. $150 value for free. If you claim that you support conservative businesses, if you claim that you're 100% American and pro-businesses that are 100% American, then you need to support Good Ranchers right now. I need you to get on your phone and go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now and get your 40 free chicken breast for free. That's $150 value with this deal, and it's a great way to start off the year. Stock up on quality beef. Stop eating China meat or Australia meat. Because that's what the majority of what you are getting in the grocery store is. If you want to affect the change, then you need to be the change. And you need to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now. Again, support the companies that support us. Go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now. Offer code Graham. All right. So let's talk about some things. Let's talk about what. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. Okay. Um, do you know what's going on today? What's going on today? Let's just play the game. Let's see. What's the biggest freaking thing that's going on today? Do you have any clue? I mean, you're not going to be in trouble if you don't. I mean, I'm asking. Oh yeah. I'm no, no. A, Is it? Does it have to do with the uh, Voting Rights Act? No. Okay. Then I'm not sure. Okay. Today, the Supreme Court is hearing arguments over whether or not Biden's vaccine mandate is constitutional or not. Oh, no one's been reporting on that. Did you know that? I haven't seen that anywhere. Most people don't know that. We're going to talk about it in depth because it is so ironic to me. What are the odds, actually? I mean, if you really think about it, right? Like, if you really want to talk about, you know, some people say, some people believe in coincidences. I guess I do to a point. Like, sometimes things happen. Yeah. You know, like, I got it. Um, 
But then sometimes things happen and you're just like, you've got to be a moron to think that that was a coincidence. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Supreme Court right now, and I'm going to read about all this and I'm going to lead up to this here in a minute. But right now, as I talk, the Supreme Court is hearing opening arguments over over Biden, over Biden's vaccine mandates for 80 plus million Americans in Uh, It's the mandate that says any large retailer or employer, their employees have to be vaccinated and all healthcare workers must be vaccinated or they will lose their jobs. That one affects 80 million people and their lives. That's being talked about today on whether or not that's constitutional or not. But you didn't know that. Nobody knew that because nobody's talking about it. This whole week, nobody said anything. Oh, by the way, on Friday, the Supreme Court is going to be talking about the constitutionality over if Biden has the constitutional authority to force this mandate on 80 million plus Americans. Nobody's talking about it. It's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. When we were talking about Roe versus Wade, everybody was talking about it for a month leading up to it. Mm -hmm. But nobody said a freaking word about this but let's talk about why let's talk about why so jobs report came out uh the u.s employers added only 100 there's 360 million people in america yeah by the way right the u.s added only 199,000 jobs in december the economy stumbled even before omicron threatened the labor market it comes as one of the most disappointing job numbers ever. Ever. Economy's in the tank. Inflation is at a 40-year high. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. Joe Biden is failing in every single aspect of everything. Okay, why are people not going to work? Why are jobs not being created? People aren't going to work out of fear. Okay, let's be honest for a moment here. All right, everybody I know is sick. Everybody I know has got COVID. They know somebody who's got COVID or they're sick with something. I've been kind of sick for like three weeks. Everyone's got the sniffles right now. Everybody. I had a breakfast meeting today. Everybody in the place is coughing or sniffing or whatnot. Everywhere. Everywhere. Across the board. Everyone I know is getting COVID. Especially everybody who didn't get it the past two years. Everybody's getting COVID. And we're going to talk about that as well. Because I don't believe in lying to you. I've never said that I don't believe COVID to be real. Obviously, COVID is real. Oh, for sure. But what is happening across the world? Okay, did you know that inflation in 19 countries is at an all-time high? Breaking world records for all countries that use the euro? Do you know that right now? This is a worldwide thing that is going on right this second. Don't believe me? Well, I've got something to prove it to you. But before we do, we're going to go ahead and get our sponsor out of the way because I want us to have a very serious conversation. And you need to stick around for this because this is stuff that I promise you you don't know. And I promise you that they're not going to show you, but I'm going to show it to you. Let's get into a sponsor. All right, right now, like I said, inflation is at a 40 year high. And the thing is, it's here to stay because the dirty secret of the government is they love inflation. 
Think about this. Right now, inflation rates are higher than the interest rates on treasury bonds. So with every day that passes, the government owes less on its mountain of debt. Think about it like a mortgage that has a negative interest rate. Would you be in a hurry to get rid of that house if that was the case? Probably not. So your pain is the government's game. They don't care about your savings. They don't care about your money. They care about their debt and their problems. That's why I've teamed up with Birch Gold. Okay, this is not a money-making scheme. This is protecting what is yours. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you've heard me talk about this, but now is the time to get off your butt and act. If you've saved some money, maybe you got 10 grand sitting somewhere. I'm not asking you to invest it and turn it around. No, I'm asking you to protect it because the government is going to ruin it for you. And you can protect it by investing in precious golds, silvers, and precious metals. Okay, all the people at Birch Gold want is for you to text the word Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 now. And you get a no-cost, no-obligation, 20-page comprehensive free info kit on how gold, silver, and precious metals can secure what you've worked so hard for, for you, your family, your retirement. Ladies and gentlemen, it's only going to get worse If you believe that we're on the mend as a country and things are going to get better, I hate to break it to you, it isn't. So what do you have to lose? You get a free 20-page info kit. All you got to do is right now on your phone, text the word Graham to 989898 right now. All right, let's get back into this here. Okay, so as I said, the Supreme Court is hearing arguments today about whether or not Biden's vaccine mandate is constitutional or not. But before I do that, I want to talk about how the world is going mad over Omicron. Okay? Omicron. Which, by the way, why have we still not asked ourselves how they discovered Omicron and made it national news a month ago? We started talking about Omicron? I think it was about a month ago. Two months ago? It's been pretty recent. But yet, within a week, of them talking about it being found in Africa or South Africa, we had the test to identify this new variant within a week. Why why are we still not asking any of those questions at all? How is that possible? How can we have how can we have a test for a new variant that was just detected? They've got this new variant in France now that they uh, labeled IHU. They've already got a test for it. No. Okay. I don't think. But they said that there's this new variant. So by the time we get over Omicron, they're going to have tests for this new variant. Everybody's going to know about it. Listen to this. The world's gone mad. Okay. And I want you to hear this. This is in Australia. If you're from Australia, if your family's from Australia, if you know people in Australia, they are they are really headed down uh, a four-letter word lane called Nazi like I've never seen. Listen to this. This is their all-out war on the unvaccinated right now. So Biden is fixing to fight in the Supreme Court whether or not he can mandate another 80 million people to be forced to take a shot. But listen to what they're saying worldwide here. Here we go. I will now go through each of these decisions. First, the lockout. The fully vaccinated can continue as they were. For people who are not vaccinated... Lockdown rules will apply to everyone 16 and above. If you are not not fully vaxxed, stay home. 
you are at greater risk of catching COVID, becoming ill and needing hospital care. You may only leave home for three reasons. Medical treatment, including COVID testing or vaccination. For essential goods and services like groceries, power tokens, medications. To provide care and support to a family member or person who cannot support themselves. You cannot travel more than 30 kilometres from your home when leaving for one of the three reasons or the nearest practical destination. If you need to go to the hospital and it's more than 30 kilometres from your home, that's okay. The only three reasons, there, sorry, there are only three reasons to leave the home now, not five. Work is not a reason to leave the home for the unvaccinated. The Chief Health Officer has also determined that restriction of movement is critical right now and that one hour of exercise for the next four days is not essential. Remember, these restrictions only apply to those who are not fully vaccinated. So what contributes to more uh, of a uh, more uh, of a uh, fatality rate of COVID? Not being healthy, not working out, being obese, being fat, being overweight. Yep. But Australia is like, nope, not important. Australia now says that if you're not vaccinated, you are not even allowed to work and have a job. So they're taking your finances away. They're taking your money away. Now, a lot of you are sitting there going, Graham, that's Australia. What does it have to do with us? It has everything to do with us. I'm going to tell you why. So as I told you, the Supreme Court is meeting today, hearing arguments, opening arguments about the validity or constitutionality of Biden's vaccine mandate. But you hadn't heard anything about it because they don't want you to know that. But I'm going to talk to you honestly about COVID for a minute. We're going to talk honestly about COVID. Yesterday, 760,000 people tested positive for COVID yesterday. Like I said, the truth is, even in our neighborhood, Multiple kids have tested positive for COVID in our neighborhood. My freaking kids have been playing with them. Who knows at this point? It's kind of wait and see. Let's see what happens. It's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere. And I'm being honest now. Omicron is everywhere. Oh, yeah. It is everywhere. So here's my question. And here's the thing that you need to think about. The Supreme Court right now is meeting on whether or not Biden's vaccine mandate is constitutional. But yet we're now on our third vaccine dose to be considered fully vaccinated. But Omicron is everywhere. It's everywhere. So here's my question. At what point do you have to not only question the constitutionality, but the effectiveness of these rules and these mandates that are being put in place? No restrictions of any kind have stopped COVID from breaking through everywhere. COVID can not be stopped. It can't. It's not going anywhere. It's not doing anything. It's never going to leave. I've said this from the very beginning. It is never going to leave at what point do you have to say what in the world is going on why is the federal government pushing so hard for these vaccine mandates well 
Interesting enough, just now, The Hill is reporting that the Moderna CEO is now saying that a fourth vaccine dose will be needed come the fall because uh, efficacy of the vaccine will wane by that point. So they're going to need a fourth dose. And then there will be a fifth dose. And then there will be a sixth dose. And over and over and over and over again. Ladies and gentlemen, the narrative is over. Vaccines do not stop COVID. Oh, but Graham, it helps, you know, with the severity of COVID. So, so does natural immunity. Natural immunity doesn't make it to where you're not going to get COVID ever again. Mm-hmm. But everyone that I've talked to that has had COVID a second time, they've all said that it hasn't been as bad. Either A, the symptoms are not as bad, or B, the mental symptoms are not as bad because everybody isn't thinking they're literally going to die. Yeah. Remember, now they're saying, hey, five days, and then you can go back to work. When I got COVID in the beginning, it was, hey, you don't even know if it's really going to get you or not till around day 10 to 15. That's when people get super sick and then they go on the ventilators between days 10 to 15. And then after that, then you got to stay quarantined for 10 more days after that. You could get COVID on the 1st of January and not be able to go back to work until the 1st of February. But now it's five days. Now it's eh, washing your hands isn't that big a deal because it's not it's not going to stop it. Yeah. Uh, you know, cloth mask. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah. They don't work. Right. You got to have like the actual N95 mask for it to do anything of any kind. And even that doesn't keep it a hundred percent out. You could double mask. You could, you could surgical double cloth mask with an N95 and only 10% of air gets in. You might die of suffocation, but you're not getting COVID. Correct. But ask yourself this question. So Every one of you can do this. So I, d- I did some research. I-, I wanted to know. I wanted to know how big of a spike and how big of a deal is Omicron? I wanted to know. So you can do this. All you got to do is just Google it. CD, uh, COVID tracker. It's covid.cdc.gov. That's it. That's all you got to do. I mean, literally, it is right there in front of our eyes. They're not even trying to hide it. Graham, what are you talking about? Well, let's talk about this. If you look at the United States, okay, so that's what I did. So I typed it in. The United States, from January 23rd of 20, so two years ago, it shows you the spikes and the patterns from two, for, for, for the past two years, okay? This Omicron spike is the largest spike, and it is not even close. Can you see this chart? Oh, wow. That looks like uh, when Dogecoin spiked. (laughs) It is not even close. The highest spike we had was January of 21. So it seems to be a trend, right? January. Around flu season. Yeah. Around when most people get sick is between November to February, right? Okay. In January of 21, that was the highest spike we had. And, you know, I think the highest recorded in a day was 250,000 or 300,000, right? Well, I told you just yesterday they recorded 760,000, right? But then there was this interesting thing. So I was like, okay, all right. I mean, I know it's everywhere. Like everybody I know is getting COVID, everybody. 
But where are all the reports and where are all the, you know, Today Show and CNN and 60 Minute videos of all the hospitals that are like loading bodies into bag, into, into, into trucks because so many people are dying and, and, and ventilators are having to be shipped here and there and all this other kind of stuff. Where are those reports at? They don't seem to be there. And I thought, well, that's interesting, right? Like, according to this, we more people are getting COVID than ever ever before so i looked at the death rates and i looked at the spikes of the death rates this is the fourth highest spike of death rates and if you look at it it's already plateaued and this is the fourth highest one the highest death rate was in january of 21 So January of last year, when there was less people getting infected, far more people were dying. Looks like about 5,000 people a day back in January of 21. But now, like I said, this is the fourth highest spike. And what I mean by that is there's three other waves of the past two years that dwarf this spike. The beginning, the the middle, and then uh, the delta Wave right before Omicron. The Delta wave went up. Uh, sorry. See there? They're trying to interfere right now while I'm talking to you about this. This is that there are three other spikes that aren't even. So infection is the highest that it's ever been. But the death rates are not correlating with that. So I decided to look in my own state. Why not? Right? Like, you know, let's look at my own state. Subsequently. It's the same as the national level. This is the highest spike by far in South Carolina. But look at the death rates. Look at it. Look how small it is. The Delta variant four months ago dwarfs what's going on right now. And then the Delta was smaller than the previous one before that. Yes. And so my question is this, okay? I have a lot of questions, a lot of things for you to ponder in your mind. Why is no one talking about the fact that the death rates show that the virus is becoming less lethal? Why is no one talking about that? Don't you think that that would be like a big deal to talk about to everybody? Hey, uh, yeah, this thing is super contagious, but, uh, it doesn't seem to be as lethal as any of the other variants. And Delta was found not to be as lethal as the previous variants before that. So you would think, and I'm not a scientist, right? Like I'm not a scientist. I'm just a guy. I'm just a stupid guy from Mississippi, man, that, that, that pulls these graphs and you can deduce from science and facts that it would appear as though even though these viruses or these mutations or these variants are becoming more infectious, they're becoming less and less lethal, right? Don't you think that that's information that they should be talking about? Oh, it is. That's reason to have some hope. That's what I would think. In fact, when Delta came out, they said, you know, Delta is actually a cause for hope because it appears like it's, you know, it appears like it's less deadly. And that could be a sign of a good thing because the next variant is probably going to be a little less deadly. Which is what's happening. And a little less deadly. But here is the whole point of all of it. Why 
are we pushing for all of these vaccines when we have never seen an infection rate as high as we're seeing right now? But yet so much of the country is vaccinated. By very definition, if more people are getting vaccinated or are vaccinated, but more people are getting sick than ever, doesn't that by definition show that the vaccines do not work? Or worse, that all of these vaccines that has been reported by many medical doctors that have said after you get so many doses of a vaccine, you actually become more susceptible to infection because your body then becomes dependent on the vaccine for an immune system and an immune response other than your own body. Scientists have talked about that already, but nobody listened to them. Doesn't it seem like things aren't what they claim them to be? Doesn't that seem odd to you? Where are all of the states declaring national emergencies due to hospitalization capacities and all this other stuff? Where are they? Or have we just gotten tired of it? Nobody cares anymore. I highly doubt that. Oh, people are dying left and right all the time. There's, you know, we, we, we can't see anybody. There's nobody here. The stats and the data show that this is times four. The highest spike, four times as high as the spike we've ever had of COVID positive cases. But the death rate is way at the bottom. So why are we still pushing so hard for vaccine mandates? Every, and this is what I mean. This is what you need to be prepared for. And that's why I played you Australia's thing. Because the same facts that are happening in the United States, I promise you it's happening that way in Australia. More people are getting infected, okay? But less people are dying, okay? More people are getting infected, less people are dying. I promise you. I promise you, worldwide, it's the same way. I promise. So the narrative that the vaccines will save your life, is it's shattered. Or the narrative that the vaccine will prevent you from getting COVID, it's shattered. The narrative that the vaccine is going to keep you from getting as sick, honestly, is shattered because all the reports are showing that Omicron is not as bad and it's a far more mild case of COVID than all the other variants. So that's shattered too. So what are they going to do when their narrative shatters? They're going to lash out and they're going to start locking down. They're going to lash out and they're going to start enforcing. They're going to lash out they're going to start going after your money, your insurance, your stability, your security. They're going to do everything they can. And why? Because Big Pharma told them to. That's why. Because Moderna is already calling it. They're already calling it for the fall. We're in winter right now. They're skipping two seasons. We're in winter. Then you got spring. Then you got fall, right? No. Three seasons. We're in winter. Then you got spring. spring, Then the summer. Summer. Then the fall. Good God. They're skipping three. But they're already predicting that we're going to need another shot three seasons from now. That's why they're pushing this. Do not be fooled. That 
is why they are pushing it. They want you to live in fear. They want you to, I'm asking an honest question. I know, I know that people who are listening to this show, I know you've lost people due to COVID. I know this. With COVID as opposed to of COVID, two different conversations, but I know this. But ask yourself this question. The highest we've ever seen was in the 300,000s a day. And now we're doing, last week we had a 1% of the entire country positive rate. Yesterday was 760,000 cases. It's the highest we've, like it's not even comparable. Wouldn't you think that the hospitals would be overloaded and it'd be like the walking dead outside and body bags would be everywhere and, you know, they'd be having big fires with bodies and stuff trying to burn the plague out and all this kind of crap? Don't you think that that's what would be happening? Don't you think that that's what they would be reporting about? 24-7. But no, they're talking about January 6th. They're definitely not talking about January 7th when the Supreme Court is hearing the validity and constitutionality. I just looked up on CNN. They've got nothing. That's all I'm trying to say. That's all I got, people. It's an interesting, interesting world. The whole point of this is for you to think. Figure out what you think for yourself. Make the decisions for yourself. We got some strange times ahead of us. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Dear America Podcast. Make sure to pick you up a patriotic t-shirt at 912united.com. It really helps us out. Science that can't be questioned is propaganda is available now. Go get it, and we'll see you again next time.